0: Well, welcome to the MassCast chat. This is our second chat, everyone. I hope you're enjoying your Saturday evening. Or uh, if you're across the timeline, it's still, I think it's Sunday now. Uh, I used to be in korea at one point and uh, my dad used to make it a fun joke to say how how's it looking tomorrow because I was already into the cross the state line whatever it is <laughs> but um, looks like Jason's giving me the reins tonight because I was the one that came up with this interesting discussion for us so uh, let me introduce my uh, I'm Wyatt And let me introduce my good buddy, longtime friend, fellow co-host, and the Barney to my Fred Flintstone.
1: (laughs) I don't think so, Fred. (laughs) Oh, come on, Barney. Barney was always, I don't know, he always seemed like twice as smart as Fred. Did you ever watch the
0: Flintstones? Oh, I loved the Flintstones.
1: I don't remember... Too many episodes, but there's one um, where Fred where Fred like runs into an old college buddy, and it's just one of those things where I'm like, I think Fred's been to college, you know. <laughs> Four years at Bedrock U. Good job at the quarry. You know, i right. <laughs> never made that connection. But Barney, on the other hand, he was like, you know. His dissertation short of uh, getting his doctorate degree.
0: <laughs> Seemed to be yes, yes. He was quite the the smarter uh, buddy partner of of uh, Fred. I can't believe I guess, a lot was always... of stuff
1: on that show, but I don't know. I just couldn't believe that.
0: Yeah, well, I, I enjoyed that cartoon years ago when I was growing up, and I always liked the loved the uh, outro music as they are exiting. They always threw out the cat, and the cat you know it would always jump back in or they'd order that uh that stack of ribs on the car and it would flip the car yeah so i i had a blast with that uh, it, was, it was a it was a great
1: show and they did they were very uh creative with making uh you know the modern family that they were supposed to be with the did vacuuming watch- vacuuming with the elephant you know yeah. I mean, the the bird beak on the record player <laughs> you know that was great.
0: <laughs> Did you watch the uh, remake movie with the BC 52s? No. No.
1: Never seen it.
0: Never seen that. Did they make two? Uh, I don't think they so. made two. They might they have. But one I don't with, remember the one. They made
1: one with it was John Goodman, right? He was right. Fred.
0: John Goodman and uh, dude from uh, Rick,
1: Rick Moranis. Rick Moranis.
0: Yeah.
1: I was thinking they made another one. With the guy that was on, what was that sitcom? Oh. And I want to say Barney was one of the Baldwin brothers. Um,
0: I'm going to have to look that up. Yeah, I'm going have I don't... to
1: look it up too. There, the, the, he was on a sitcom that, and I can picture his face. I can't remember. I'm going to have to like Google it or something. But I'm pretty sure there was at least two Flintstones, but I've never watched any of them.
0: You are right. You are right. Uh, Mark Addy, it's uh, Flintstones in Viva Rock Vegas.
1: There you go. There you go.
0: And it has, it's starring, if I can find it again, Mark Addy, Stephen Baldwin. There you uh, go. Kristen Johnston, and it says C full class, and I'm not going to click it.
1: Never doubt my I, pop culture trivia knowledge.
0: I don't. You know more than I do. And I think I, I sometimes wonder if, well, that's why you're Barney. You're smarter than me, um, <laughs> at least in the '80s realm. But yeah, I liked the, the 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 first one that came out with John Goodman. I thought he, I honestly thought they really picked the people correctly. Even um, Rosie O'Donnell and whoever played um, Wilma, I really thought they got those people spot on for the characters to, to, to play. And I remember. I'm always fascinated by cars, hence that's why we're chatting about this today. Uh, I was fascinated about the the Flintstone mobile, and here they it was a basically a glorified golf cart, and they had to re engineer it and reengineer it again and and again and again because it wouldn't slow down, even though it was all like not it wasn't op, obviously not rocks and such, but uh, it didn't have. They used the stock brakes like on the golf cart, and it wouldn't stop right when they <laughs> needed it to. So they were actually doing the Flintstone foot pedal, true foot to the ground break sometime. Nice.
1: So. I've seen that uh, the Flintstones mobile or whatever they call it, um, I've, I've seen it in with the Hot Wheels stuff, and I might actually have one. I can't remember, but really? I like collecting the, yeah, I always, anytime the pop culture ones you know, hit the shelves, I try to get one.
0: I've, I've seen that, that one. one. I yeah. would have grabbed that one up too if I would have known about it.
1: It was maybe last year or two years ago, I think, when it came out.
0: Hmm.
1: But, yeah, well, why don't we, I guess before we get into the chat, um, just a little business. Let's
0: our, yeah, let's get our mask on. Come on. <laughs>
1: let's get our mask on. Okay. Um Just want to send out a congratulations to Mason from Manitoba, Canada. He was the winner of our Mask DVD prize pack giveaway. So congratulations to you, Mason, and enjoy your prize. Hopefully it will make it there. I shipped it off this week and be looking for some more giveaways, hopefully in the near future. We've kind of teased the one about the the Hot Wheels size Thunderhawk that we have. Um, still in the package that we're going to give away. So maybe that will be the next, uh, the leading prize in the, (laughs) in the giveaway. And um, I'm going to get my hands on some more comics too. So maybe we'll get some more comics in there, or maybe we'll just do a comics giveaway where we give, we've done that before. We gave away like the whole first volume for, you know, uh, for comics there and, I think I've actually given away or we've given away one of the second volume, which has nine comics in. So we'll see what we can do. We've got a little bit of money, thanks to our listeners and followers, and they're uh, buying from Red, our Red Bubble Red Bubbles store. So um, we've got a little money in the mask account to use. <laughs>
0: Not quite the uh, degree of Matt Tracker, but, you know, maybe on the Dusty's level. (laughs)
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. We've delivered a
1: few pizzas.
0: Yeah, hence why he's uh, the pizza guy and Matt Tracker is in charge of, well, in our movie, Matt Tracker Oil.
1: (laughs) CEO, owner, and billionaire extraordinaire.
0: You took my line. I was going to say extraordinaire.
1: (laughs) But, um, yeah, I haven't uh, been on... Uh, Facebook or on the blog too much in the past week or so since we uh, did our last podcast, but um, we are still planning to do our next episode review after this one, and then um, we've thrown up there a couple links to our fellow uh, Mask companions over at Mask Comics in Boulder Hill. They've released some new Blog post recently, so put those up there, and I'm trying to think if there's anything else really. I, I made a, a panorama of Matt Tracker from the Lip and Zahner mystery episode, which we're going to review next, and put that up there. And I think there's a few other ones, maybe of Gloria and Dusty, where they kind of start at their feet and pan up in the episode, and. I've put those together as a panorama before. I'm going to try to get some more of those in that episode. I haven't actually watched the whole thing yet. but
0: <laughs> I haven't got a chance to watch it yet, but I'll tell you, um, I'll give you, I guess, a foretaste or, or foreground of this, this uh, what we're going to be talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was skimming through YouTube trying to get all these screen captures, and uh, I'm seeing... We're not too far away from seeing one of the new vehicles being entered in. I think it's only about another four or five episodes away, and we start seeing. Don't quote me because I can't remember, but I think it's um, Bruno Shepard is who we see next in his vehicle.
1: Stinger. Yep.
0: Yeah, and then, and it's not too far after that we see another one introduced, and I think it's. Um, oh, it it's it? a mask. I'm sorry.
1: Is it Raven or Firefly?
0: Uh, I think it's Firefly because it's Julio. Yeah. Um, Okay. Yeah. We're not too far away from it. The Bruno one, I
1: want to say, is in, I think they're both in the 40s. um, So we probably won't get it with this quote unquote season season that we're doing. But, um, yeah, it's uh, it's not far away, and I did, uh, you know, for several articles and such, and I try to skim a little bit ahead. I don't really watch the episodes, because I know we're going to be reviewing it and, and get to it, but um, uh, that one little part there where he comes out of his uh, scorpion shell, <laughs> there it is. It's episode 43, the Chinese scorpion.
0: Yeah, I knew it wasn't 42. too far away. I'm oh, no. like you I don't no, no, I haven't no. actually been watching the episodes at all except to do this research to grab get all these screen grabs <laughs> um, it's kind of difficult
1: to I, you know I want to explore but I, yet I don't want to you know?
0: That that's the same with me I was I, I'd leave it be sometimes only because I would see the vehicle so I think oh maybe they're going to see the dash so I wait a little bit and of course they'd not so i'd see little glimpses and that's how i saw that uh uh bruno and and julio were were kind of coming up on the on the future so uh it's kind of I'm, I'm almost i'm very eager but i don't want to spoil it for myself so i've backed off i mean i got what i could of all the screen grabs and once i thought i got them all that's i kind of cut and run so <laughs> i think it was up to 58 before I was done.
1: That, uh, that Vanessa music video I did, I was all the way up into the racing episodes. Oh, wow. Getting, uh, getting footage for that. Um, There's that one where she grabs, uh, it's the Razorback vehicle that Mm -hmm. Turner drives in the racing series and yanks on it with her whip. So I was, (laughs) I pretty much reviewed the whole series trying (laughs) to get a, Vanessa whip scenes and I still didn't get them all. Cause I'm still, when I go back and watch some, I'm finding right you know, scenes and such, but anyway, uh, I don't, I think that's about all I got as far as news goes. So you want to give us the lowdown on your inspiration behind this chat?
0: Sure. Um, I'm I I got a little to...
1: bit of a hint. It could be just, you know, the uh, the recent events you've been doing there at, at your house.
0: <laughs> partially, partially. Uh, it had probably about 10% influence. I'll give it that. Um, but uh, let's do the official and start the mass cast. i got to do that intro. I don't know where I started it. I think episode two. But uh, nonetheless. Uh, we really? Yeah.
1: Well, the first chat, we didn't really do an intro, but it,
0: no. Whatever. Well, whatever we got to go with tradition, so to speak. Sure. So, uh, like Jason said, there was some slight in, uh, inspiration. Um, part of it was really because we were spitballing ideas what to do in between our mass cast episodes, or our reviews of the, all of the cartoons. So, I think of things when I'm actually mowing the grass, or doing completely different oddball things that's when i get my inspiration the problem is the only way i jot them down and i am revealing how cheap i am i refuse to pay for data but um i'm this is my texting and also my homework tool so what happens is while i'm getting my inspiration i will text myself an email and say this, that, or whatever the idea is. And that's how I got this. So it was actually a combination of uh, working on the lawn and I was messing around with my vehicle restoration. Jason knows very well about it. Uh, it's my dad's pickup truck that he gave to me after eons. So I'll, I'll, I'll leave it at that. Uh, but I'm trying to do the re- restoration of it. Part of me wants to modernize it slightly. I do want to mess around with the dash, but I don't know what to do with it yet. It is, it's an old 78 Dodge truck. Nothing special about it, but there's a part of me that kind of want to ma- want to mask it up or, or <laughs> well, part of me, night Rider it up, um, uh, somehow. So I started thinking about how the differences there are between, um, like the stock car vehicle dash dashboard and the mask dashboard how many times have we seen the monitor pop up that or the dual monitor pop up on thunderhawk when he's trying to connect with the mask computer or or just recently chatting with uh brad turner via condor you know to through the monitor so i thought you know what this this is an oddball thing we can dis- discuss about we we come up with comics we come up with other discussions why not chit chat about the dashboard why not so um I That's thought what it was I came a great up
1: idea.
0: with Yeah, it it's it just something to do. Uh unique. We have screen grabs. Uh it took me a while. I wasn't sure I'd get all of them. Um and i apologize up front. The one for Jackhammer was very hard to grab. That was probably the that and Manta were the hardest ones. Uh and Jackhammer basically got ranked down at the bottom of the totem pole. What I mean is I what you see is what you what I got. I couldn't mm-hmm. grab any more. So uh, I I apologize for that, but I can only work with what I got and the cartoon didn't have much. Um, so that's fine. So how and we're going to, I'm sorry, go ahead. I was going to say,
1: don't feel bad about uh, getting ideas and <laughs> sending them to yourself because let me tell you, I get so many ideas mowing the grass. It's just insane. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'm just mowing the grass and, I'll think of some little funny line to put up on Facebook or <laughs> a, a blog post for, you know, either eating some mask or rediscover the eighties. And I have to remind myself to go in and start a little post or uh, I use uh, Google drive and uh, Google docs to do all my notes and stuff. And, The, right. the idea and come back to it later. There's a bunch of different programs out there. Uh, I use Evernote too. That's a pretty good tool and you can get to it from pretty much any device that you have. So,
0: Except mine.
1: <laughs> Except yours. Yeah. This is my, uh, this is my little tool, the uh, tablet. So,
0: yeah, well I do have a tablet if I can ever rip it from my son's hands. But, I took uh, care
1: of that. Uh, I took care of that problem uh, in uh, just a few days here when Jameson's birthday comes up. So they'll both have one. <laughs> Leave mine alone.
0: <laughs> I need to just break down yeah. and get one. I, I toy with what to get. Um, I'm, not, I'm not attracted to one or the other. I'm not an iPad or Apple, not um, uh, Android, um, uh, whatever.
1: It's uh, hard to justify getting a kid. Something that costs hundreds of dollars, at least to me.
0: <laughs> right, and when I and I go back and forth about getting. You know, I'm cheap. Obviously, I got this guy, um, but I want think about getting those Polaroid versions of Android at uh, Big Lots or whatever's on sale. Yeah, but I can't quite break myself going down that low because I don't want something that's really that low quality that it's it's going to take forever to open up a. a you know, whatever it is, a file or game or app or whatever.
1: Yeah, and I – well, we're going off a bunny trail here. I, this, we're just chatting it up anyway, but um, I i got one for Jackson a couple Christmases ago like that, and it was half-gig memory and I think maybe eight gigs on the hard drive, and it's crap. It really <laughs> is. You can upload – and you know, the – the really cool apps and games are hundreds of megs, some of them to uh, to use, and he doesn't have that much internal memory, and you can't put apps on like a,
0: a little
1: uh, memory disk or something you, right. you know, that they do have. But he gets by with it, and then the one I got for Jameson, it's actually a one gig memory, which I think is actually what my... Nexus seven is um, and I think it's got eight gigs or whatever the hard drive, but it's I know it's gonna be quicker and right all the little games and stuff that they like to do. Hopefully it'll handle it without any problem. And it was sixty bucks. So hey. That's I I originally was gonna get one of the Amazon ones because it was on sale the other day, like right. several days ago, like forty or fifty dollars off, and I think it was like around eighty. And I just, I don't know. I don't know what it is about the Amazon ones. I know they're great and you're kind of tied into whatever Amazon can do there, but I decided what the heck. We'll get them this one that was about the same size and 20 bucks cheaper.
0: So, yeah, I'll let you know. <laughs> well, I appreciate it because uh, I almost got spoiled though. I um, coworker uh, was had an iPad and he's sitting there drawing on it. And I mean, detailed, he's actually drawing like uh, a cartoon or or some kind of anime or something. And you can zoom into like a, well, it's a zoom in circle and you can do fine work with it, zoom it out, work on this area and go back and forth. And I'm like, I would like to toy with this. I would like, (laughs) I've been toying with the idea of doing some kind of fan art. Storyboards for our our uh, movie, anyway. So I'm like, ooh, that might be it. But I don't want to spend that kind of money on a freaking iPad either. <laughs> so I want to do my research before I go jumping yeah. in on that nosedive.
1: I like Photoshop, and you can really, you know, do a lot with it. And there's a lot of shortcuts to cleaning up art and stuff too, and oh, yeah. pictures. But it is kind of difficult working with a mouse <laughs> rather than, you know, actually drawing something on there.
0: Sure, it's well, a lot better. But I was going to do this, get this, what they call YCOM. That's what we have in our building uh, working at a, a broadcast center. We have ycoms which are just like a touch screen with a mouse stylus on the monitor. Um, and the guy was going to do the same thing until he discovered this app on his iPad. I. I can't remember if he said it was free or if he paid a a minimal fee for the app. He says it's better than what he works on at at work. So, uh, cool. I don't know. I guess we'll see. So, I guess we've veered off on a bunny trail like crazy, like usual. (laughs) So, let's. uh, I guess we can start our little chat. Kind of just going to go with the top three what you think is your top three dashboards out of the whole mask um series and kind of we're just going to go step by step through each vehicle we'll go just um, to be honest i'm using our blog as as our our outline so i'm just going to go too. top to bottom you know we're starting with um thunderhawk and the IROC z and um kind of discuss you know if there's a pro or a con to it um if there's a unique feature if you would if you could if you had Matt tracker's money if you could throw it in your your dream car whether it's a Lamborghini or me a uh, you know general Lee whatever you know you know just uh you know throw it out there otherwise let's just have some fun with this little chat what do you say i I'm, I'm with you let's do it righty uh let's first look at our eighty six Camaro i Z and Thunderhawk modification i guess now the picture you see on the top on the top left uh with the uh, actual IROC, uh you can see it's been modded a little bit if you look at the pillar left hand yeah you can see the the guy put uh, those pillar pod gauges on there so that's not original stock uh i think the rest of it is uh i remember my aunt had one of these uh same same color too red <laughs> But uh, I've
1: never been in one, but it's really cool the way they at least kept some of the same setup in the actual cartoon with the the shifter in the middle of the, you know, between the bucket seats. Right. And that's Matt's, you know, let's put it in the jet mode.
0: That is, I think it's more of his uh, transforming lever than it is his... uh... I would think it would be the, the 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 throttle, just like you would on a jet, to, to throttle it up and down. But yeah. it seems to be his his just the transforming system,
1: right? And one thing I did notice, I think it was even in the last episode that we reviewed, that it almost seems sometimes that his uh, controls for up and down. And forgive me, I'm not a. Pilot by any means, but it almost seems like he's pulling back on the steering wheel to go up and pushing forward, you know, right. to go
0: down just like, uh, and sure just like a joystick on an airplane. Of Yeah. Yeah.
1: And the episode in Dutch, which we just covered, it kind of looked like that when he was going into the ocean that he was trying to pull up and he was trying to pull up on the steering wheel, not, mm-hmm. you know, it had nothing to do with the console or anything. And I thought that was interesting that that might be actually how he flies the the car. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Have you noticed that?
0: Yeah, I've noticed that on our two or three episodes where it seems like that is his joystick, the the pitch and yaw there uh, of the plane, the jet car, whatever. (laughs) But um, what's funny is to see, uh, I don't know that I've, I guess I have noticed it actually move. Which is actually good because you don't, you know, that gives you that moat, that that uh, realistic effect yeah, yeah. that he's flying the car. Um, we'll it is quite, on it for I'm Sorry,
1: future, I we'll have to keep our eye out on it for future episodes to see if we notice it anymore.
0: I did notice off and on throughout the episodes that I was trying to capture. There were minor modifications to the to the his dash, the Thunderhawk dash. Yeah. Every now and then you would see, um, I couldn't get a good screen grab. Otherwise I would have, uh, there's one that looks a lot closer to me. It looks a lot closer to the original OEM dash that you see there on the Camaro. And most of the other ones look like what you see there now on the, on the screen grabs that I've gotten, but you can even see there on the left-hand side the driver's side, you see the, the red buttons on the, on the, separate mm-hmm. p- picture below are actually on the bottom and then you see what looks like night rider lights on the on the top picture of thunderhawk yeah so it's well, it's, it's interesting
1: awesome. i am just <laughs> say it, it's interesting it's interesting that obviously there's different focal points in each episode And, uh, you know like the one in the the top right with dusty i think it's dusty you know, the focus is the radar or whatever they get from the the right. pop up screens there on the dash, and then the one on the bottom is dwayne in this large you know video monitor um kind of like what kit would have I mean not in that exact location, but right if you look above where the monitor is with dwayne and those two like light blue buttons, they're still there in the top picture mm-hmm. and they have basically altered the interior to kind of focus your eyes on what you need to focus on instead of worrying about the other little details and such. Right. So I don't know. It's cool. And as I'm going through these as well, something that just keeps coming to mind is you don't think about when they go into defense mode or when they do other things that you, you notice the the changes on the outside of the car all the time, obviously, because those are, or selling the toys and the toys, right. you know, that's the focus. But you're not thinking of, mid, well, are screens popping up and different stuff moving on the inside too? Which is what I thought made this an interesting topic.
0: Right, and that was, you know, that like I said, that was part of my curiosity. As you know, like you said, you see the outside transform. What about the inside? The inside side. Obviously, obviously, goes to some form of transformation, especially later on when we see, uh, like Shark. Uh, you see the su- the their sun visor turns into the actual periscope
1: uh, yeah.
0: monitor. Um, yeah, I, I I like this the Thunderhawk conversion. What I thought was kind of funny, neat too, is it, it's short of the the uh, the miss uh, miss consistency where you see the the monitors on the bottom. You see a radio. On the top photograph mm-hmm. that radio is in about the same spot as the stock radio on the irock as well mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so well i guess that's i think we've butchered up and chatted about thunderhawk <laughs> enough what do you say we move on to yeah. condor yeah let's keep
1: it rolling and then we can go back if we remember something
0: all right so the closest i came up with um For the bike similar similar to condor was this 1984 yamaha venture if you do a google search for the face or the front end of it it kind of has that kind of slope to it on the front i couldn't find the i guess the elongated kind of nose that that it seems to have on condor Um, but this was close enough uh, to what I could find you yeah, can I always see. think of
1: condor is more of a custom bike anyway, and not really any particular model but
0: right but you can kind of see this one um, the venture was uh, Kind of the the long haul or the, the cruiser bike where it has the big huge Dashboard, it's not the little uh, like Harley where it just has a couple gauges and and just straight handlebars Um you can see what looks like a, t- on Condor anyway, you can see it's uh, what looks like a tape deck <laughs> on the left-hand side. Yeah. It kind of looks like
1: a hard drive or a <laughs> disc Could drive. Be.
0: <laughs> Could be, but, you know, here here's the similarities I saw on this between the two bikes. You can see the four white buttons up on the Condor if you look over on the the, the Yamaha you see four they're black but there are four buttons right there between the gauges so I thought that was mm-hmm. pretty close uh, you got what looks like fuel and temp gauges on both bikes uh, you can kind of see them they're all round on, on Condor but you kind of get the idea um, I grabbed this one uh, this image actually off of the episode where he turns it into Mach 1 where the bike zooms yes. off as Mach 1
1: it's actually, I think, the very first one. Yeah, I think stuff.
0: so. So, uh, it was a great job, I thought. And uh, you can see that actually, even, even see the key ignition switch there uh, almost in, in the center of the handlebars.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and um, I don't know. I always wondered what the actuator or whatever was on Condor to, to transform it into the helicopter mode. And I don't... No, yeah, I don't know if it's a if it's a button up by, you know, his thumbs there, or if it is actually down somewhere in the middle where his uh, little screen is for Mach one or whatever. Right. And all those other buttons for the, and this is another thing too that I I thought about when I was going through these uh, each picture is all right. I'm trying to remember what. The the vehicle actually does, or what we've seen so far. I totally forgot that Condor did the Mach One, you know, thing, and he has to. I think he calls it laser guided or something.
0: Yes, so he's laser buttons, guided. and he and you see one of the one of the landing pods come out as, and basically shoots a laser beam to, I guess, keep him on track.
1: That's right, that's right. And so I'm, that was another cool thing about going through these was trying to remember what each one does and imagining which button that is that that does that and i think this one we actually see it's one of those little the blue buttons off to the left of the screen there or right. maybe maybe one of the, the white ones but there's an actual button press to you know do that and the antimatter ray i don't know if that's something up you know again is it one of those little thumb triggers up here or is it down on the bike because as we'll get to with piranha i think a lot of his Weapons and stuff is actually thumb triggers. Right. Not actual buttons on the dash. Right. So.
0: Well, there isn't much, unfortunately, to discuss more about Condor. Uh, it's a pretty small dash. For <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, but, you know, that's all he needs. You know, helicopter, a couple lasers, and antimatter ray, and he's set to go. Well, Mach 1, of course. Yeah. So I guess we'll... Traips our way down to the Kenworth and Rhino combination here. Um, again, I was looking out at the, out the outside of the vehicle, trying to get as close to similar, uh, similarity as possible, and I came up with the W nine hundred model. And if you, as you can see through the dashboard of Rhino versus the Kenworth, it, it almost looks like it's nowhere near. Um, <laughs> Uh, if you look at the looking from the command module through the to the front dash, you see the gear shifter uh, closer to Matt's knee. Then mm-hmm. you see that lever. I imagine that must be the lever to transform Rhino. That's Could what I was thinking. Defense mode. Uh, I couldn't. I couldn't quite quite get the screen the right episode, and I couldn't find the uh, when I was skimming to find it. When, if you remember a few episodes ago, we remember Bruno pulls this 180 with Rhino and he does this quick shifting bit. Oh, Bruce. This, Bruce. Yeah, Bruce, right. So you see the long gas pedal on the W900, which that's, that's standard on a, on a big rig. They are a pretty big looking gas pedal. So uh, I did find that similar, not much else, but that was similar. Mm-hmm. You see a couple of gauges on uh next to Matt with his uh ultra flash helmet there, which are probably the tack and the speedometer of the truck um, The rest of it is all custom uh, <laughs> yeah, definitely uh, well even even the this w nine hundred is actually a little bit of a custom that mirrored uh finish yeah. there on the passenger side and then if you look close enough right around the gear shifter. Uh, I think it says Kenworth or has the emblem of KW. It's a mirrored finish right below the gear shifter, so it's a custom truck as well. But uh,
1: not quite the uh, gadget tree uh, in the sleeper cab, though. I, I would
0: imagine. No, <laughs> not not whatsoever in the sleeper cab. I mean, you can go on any any Google site, um, even some episodes I've seen on uh, like Discovery or TLC where. They actually give you like a tour of some of these sleeper cabs. Some of them are like are truly like a miniature apartment. They're not just a a bed in the back. They got a fridge. They have a little microwave, a little entertainment center in the corner, a little tiny closet. I mean, these these things are <laughs> fitted out. So
1: um, but yeah, yeah not- but we don't got like uh, the eight screens and.
0: <laughs> <No>.
1: <laughs> I I don't know the computer the. Set up there in uh, the sleeper cab is interesting. There's several episodes you get up and close with it, and Alex will punch up, uh, you know, some zoological <laughs> uh reference data, or whatever yeah. they're doing, yeah, data that they're doing. And um, it. I don't know, it, it always bugged me though. The episodes that we see them were where the We're basically in the cab looking back on them and we see that huge rocket launcher back there. And I don't know, it always seems like somebody's going to trip over it at any moment.
0: Oh, yeah. (laughs) There's not enough room
1: and why you would want, you know, exploding, launching rockets near all your fancy computer equipment is (laughs) beyond me. I I would want a wall or something at least in
0: between. You would think. um,
1: I don't know, that always kind of bugged me, but it's unless, still, I mean, it's still very cool.
0: Unless they're taking this after like a an army tank, where uh, I have a good friend that, that, that's what he did, he was a tanker, uh, army tank, uh, I don't know what you call him, but he was in the tank, and, and the gun is right next to, like, the, the commander, and you're, you're in a, I think it's a four or five man crew all in this, this, the hull of this tank, and you're right next to everybody, and the driver's not too far away from you in the gun. So, mm-hmm. uh, when that sucker goes off, you're wearing hear prote- hearing protection or you're losing your he- hearing, <laughs> one of the two. Right. So You definitely uh, want
1: your mask on when that thing launches. It's <laughs> <No, you do. laughs> <some> hearing protection.
0: <laughs> All right. I guess that lets us move on down to uh, our shark version. And, uh, it took me a while to grab this, and I'd seen it once before somehow I, I remembered. But if you look on the bottom picture, you see the Periscope uh, screen, the sun visor. And I wanted to get a good picture of this because I thought it was really cool. Because we, we saw the sun visor in the last episode, but it didn't have anything on it except a blip, I think. So,
1: I think you're right. It might have been what she used to... Like okay, a of, yeah. or whatever at that one point. But yeah, in that one you see clearly a picture of Matt.
0: Right. Uh, this episode's actually I think the next or if it's not the next, it's like one or two after that where uh, Matt is in a stream and of course he's getting ready to go over Waterfall. I'm not trying to spoil the plot, but his, he, lets the kid, he lets Scott go saying, oh, I'll, I'll just fly down. Then he got, calls for a spectrum hand glider, and it malfunctions. So mm. there's the suspense, and then you see a periscope pop right up in front of Matt, and uh, which was kind of comical actually. And then that's where I got the screen grab. You see her down there, basically waving to him. Um, but you can see on the, I'm sorry, go ahead. No,
1: I was going to say, um, it's interesting. I, I mean, the, the the setup it seems to be close as far as the the interior goes in the 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 pattern or the the uh, shape of the dash behind the right. steering wheel is that same kind of shape but the amount of buttons that are on this vehicle oh yeah I mean, <laughs> it almost looks like piano keys right there under the it does the monitor that there's just i don't know at least 30 buttons between there and the few that are right beside the steering wheel that you see in the shot with Bruce. Uh, <laughs> this thing can it's got some functions, let me tell you, and we don't even, even get a chance to see them, it seems like. But that's what I wanted of, to comment. Uh, go ahead.
0: No, oh, that's what I wanted to comment about is how like you know, if you look at go back even to, to Thunderhawk, how it's not really that too similar to the the Camaro. I mean, it's really been decked out up above and below. There might be – I think the vents are about the only thing that's kind of similar besides the uh, radio and the – where the dash basically is located or the gear shift rather. But you see the contours. They tried to mimic the contours of the Porsche. You see they got the gauges even in the right place it looks like. Um, Yeah, and even the, the steering
1: wheel, the one the picture with Bruce there, it seems to be about the same
0: yeah so i was i was actually fascinated about this how how like how like the car they kept it um i liked how they kept what looks like they actually followed through you see the screen in the middle of the dash uh up above with bruce and then right below with gloria the same with the buttons the buttons seem to follow the same the same pattern as well so that's what i liked about shark is it was seemed more consistent than Thunderhawk was.
1: Yeah. I'll agree with that. I wish we would see more of those Oh well, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry? I just wish we'd see more of its features. Yeah. I, I'm trying to put them all together in my head. You know, it's got the ink that it shoots out the back, and we've seen the bolos. We've seen the, uh, the missile with the net. We've seen... A couple that shoots a uh, a couple missiles, I think, out the front too, the grill. Right, and then we saw the modification
0: the with uh, torpedo Bob.
1: Right, right. So there's definitely some some functions on there. I don't know. I would guess the transformation is the gear shift, kind of like Matt's. I don't remember. I
0: guess I don't remember ever seeing, seeing a gear or anything. Yeah. Yeah, I don't so, remember. I guess on the gator. Yeah, let's go. And you can see how not alike this is, except for the gear shifts. <laughs> uh, this is the closest I could come with come up with was the old 84 Jeep CJ, the original, I call it the original Jeep, even though the Willie Jeep was actually the original. Um, but this is the AMC version before they turned it over to the I think it was 86. They made the 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 actual changeover to the I call it the smaller Jeep Wrangler. Uh, it kind of got more fame if you've ever watched MacGyver. His Jeep is the smaller Jeep. But I was looking at the the, um, the similarities between Gator and the the actual CJ, and you got the one big speedometer, I guess, in the middle, which is where that mm-hmm. uh, where the Jeep is. And then the two gear shifts uh, you see there, one for four-wheel drive. I imagine one. the other one's the actual gear shifter or maybe the and, – in and Gator's case, it might be what transforms them and shoots the boat out. Yeah. Uh, after that, I got nothing. It's not very similar. You got the mm-hmm. – got the um, kind of the Knight Rider airplane-type yoke steering wheel and – uh yeah, it's it's not that similar. Of course you got the big gun shooting out the front end of it either too, so
1: <laughs> right. You have to have a little bit of modification to have that huge gun there and uh I don't know. It it's it seems to pitch forward to the dash and she's got that crazy Knight Rider steering wheel that they uh they put in there. Know why right. they did that? That was necessary, but um,
0: yeah, it is what it is. And oh yeah, they they change it like they need to, right? Although I like the Knight Rider steering wheel myself. <laughs> oh, the looks of, of it. I don't do. know how functional I like it, but
1: <laughs> uh, take a little bit to get used to. But
0: yeah, but uh, you don't see the handlebar, the panic bar out in front on the passenger side. You see. It looks like uh, a small computer readout and a set of buttons there, were right in front of Matt. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's not much, not there's not too much al- alike on this, except for the like I said, the speedometer and the the two gear shifts. There's not much.
1: Yeah, I was trying to remember if they did have some a monitor maybe on the passenger side at some point, just because uh, Gloria. Road shotgun, all those times, you know, and I, I don't seem remember. To remember her. seem to remember her pushing buttons and, um, you know, making the, uh, what do you want to call it? The depth charge. Right. Launching it and doing different things from the passenger side. So I figured there was some more to it than, you know, the normal. What you see over on the on the Jeep right. from 84. But um, I don't know. I still Every time I go down the road and I see one of those uh, four-door new Wranglers, I'm right. like, man, that's Gator. <laughs> <laughs> that, well, that is- I mean, it would just be perfect the, how long they are. And I can just see the front end lifting up on that thing.
0: Well, you know, they – and they they kind of got. It was a short-lived model, but they made a two-door longer version uh, for a while. It was kind of this concept of the old uh, Scrambler. I think that's what they called it. The old CJ had the same concept. It had a like a little bit longer bed in the <clears> back, and that's what I saw Gator originally as. Um, I know you and I both pictured for the movie. Our movie concept was to have the four-door because of the length. But uh, I do remember there being a two-door, I guess a longer version, which would probably be more like our what we want to do with the movie to keep it as close to yeah as close to like the the, the cartoon. Somebody right, say, so what do you say, Firecracker? Let's do it. Well, I I looked at this with really two vehicles i looked at all three vehicles three american vehicles the dodge ram chevy CK, uh, cj or ck truck and um the ford f150 and i tried to compare i think on the front end of the truck it could be either the dodge ram or the ford f150 um so, not to duplicate it, I used the Dodge Ram since we think that the uh, jackhammer is closer to a Ford Bronco. So I chose the the Dodge Ram um, just to just to see. Really, that's the closest I could think of. And you can kind of see that there's, I guess, a minor similarity. You see the radio there on uh, next to uh, Honda. Honda. I don't know why his name escaped me. But, um, but on, on the Dodge, you can see it's actually up higher on the dash um, on the dashboard.
1: Um, not too much happening with
0: it. No, uh, the gear shift on the, I would say on the right-hand side of, of Hondo, not the one that's in his hand, mm-hmm. that's the four-wheel drive shifter. I don't know why Dodge ever put it all that far away, but that's what they did. Um, but he, in this model, he, I think uh, Honda was actually trying to transform the truck into uh, its attack mode or defense mode. Yeah. But yeah, there's not much similar to it. That steering wheel that's on the Dodge is actually not stock. That's not OEM. That's someone threw something on there. Well, but, the uh,
1: firecracker didn't do a whole heck of a lot uh, in. There's one episode, it might have been the Ghost Bomb where he tracks the um the path of the submarine that they're trying to locate. Yeah. In Firecracker. And I was thinking maybe he had some kind of like radar monitor or something in there that may it could just pop out or whatever. Right. I don't know why they haven't why they didn't show it in there. But um you know, he has the the spare tire with the spikes that launches, he's got the freeze cannons in the back and he's got the the guns through the grill and the hypno headlights.
0: That was his favorite thing. I think front.
1: Yeah. He used that many times. So it would, I mean, it kind of matches up with what it's shown to do that it's right. got maybe a, a few buttons here and there for him to, to do what he needs to do to get the job done. But, um, it's, yeah, it doesn't have the screens and monitors of, like, Shark or... No or hawk. And the and the Hurricane seems to be even less impressive.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is another one uh, that I couldn't get a good shot of. Uh, obviously...
1: I guess it's kind of hard to mod. <laughs> the, the farther back you go, I, I don't know.
0: <laughs> I guess so. Well, you can see this, the kind of similarity is that radio, you see that This is uh, actually from the episode where Matt used it to eject the spare tire. Mm -hmm. You see, the radio is about the same as what the Bel Air shows.
1: Those old school uh, settings where you
0: got
1: to your station, you pushed in those buttons, and that was your your setting to get back to that station.
0: (laughs) And that's what I got on this this old 78 out here, too. (laughs) Um, But you can see kind of the gear shifter being narrow. Uh-huh. You want of see it on the cartoon. Uh, it's about the same on the, the, the 57 Chevy, the Bel Air there. Um, I can't see if those two buttons are part of – I can't tell if that's part of the original Chevy or not. I know that computer monitor on the floor isn't. <laughs> uh, aside from that, I, I apologize. I couldn't get a better screen grab, but that's – I would say it's pretty close to the original Bel Air. Just a couple extra uh, mask modifications for their for their purpose.
1: Yeah. Well, we haven't seen it. And that's one thing, too, where we've reviewed not quite half of the episodes. And, well, of course, Hurricane hasn't been in, but maybe four or five right. that we've seen so far. So we haven't seen if they're going to there's going to be a couple episodes where they do a little bit more with it, show a little bit more inside and there are some other features. Uh, I mean, they haven't used that saw blade that's off the back yet in any of the, the cartoons. Um, and of course the, you know, the, the turret and the, the guns on top and the headlights. So that's about all we got besides the spare tire, but Again, you know, it just seems to reason that, um, you know, Hondo is your muscle. He's your history teacher. He's not your tech guru. So right. he would have something that's more straightforward when he's driving and it's not very, very technical, you know. Not to say that he, you know, couldn't handle something technical, but, uh, it seems to fit him more.
0: Right. The one thing I, oh, what did, that did baffle me though with uh hurricane was how in the heck do you sit as a passenger in that car when, when it's all buttoned up <laughs> when it's not in, in defense mode, because you got that big cannon sitting in the passenger seat. <laughs> right. Just saying. Never, uh,
1: never did. Explain that. Well, I don't... We haven't seen... Oh, I guess we have. When they were in Paris, we have... Uh, yeah,
0: they were in the passenger seat, so where did the gun disappear to?
1: He bob was in the back, and yeah. I don't know. It transformed a different way, I guess. I guess. <laughs> on the real thing than, uh, than in the actual vehicle, actual toy, whatever. Right. Let's go on to Venom.
0: Yeah. Venom vehicles. Well... Since Switchblade is a butt of one, just like Airwolf, um, I couldn't really find anything that was even remotely close, uh, so I figured a U.S. military Apache was the closest thing I could kind of conjure up for a cockpit, and you can see that there's really no likeness to it. You got two huge monitors on the Apache, and then you got the the kilometer or the, its elevation there, uh, kind of right between the... In the in between there, and then you got the the control sticks. So you got the collective on your left hand side, and you got your cyclic, what runs the top rotor blade on your right hand side. And on if you look at Switchblade, it's more of a airplane type yoke, mm-hmm. where or Night Rider, whatever you want to call it, looks <laughs>
1: like uh, the Spy Hunter arcade yeah. game.
0: Yes, you
1: this uh, and you got your. Triggers,
0: yeah, you know. I love that. I love that arcade game. Just <laughs> That's for the steering wheel. I didn't care about anything else. I love the steering wheel.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, I mean, that was great. It was, love it. I that I, same, same thing on the NES, which I just picked up uh, last week. I was like, this isn't the same. I need
0: that same. <laughs> <laughs> well, I added some more pictures because I, I thought it would since it's a more elaborate cockpit. You can see uh, Scott. I think this was uh, well, this was on the first or second episode where he's making the radio call in switchblade yeah. prior to taking it out for his own demo I mean joyride
1: <laughs> that was in the deathstone yeah the first
0: one yeah, but I wanted to point it out because you see a couple uh gauges there on the on the right hand side of the switchblade and then you see uh mayhem's glove there he's that's actually the transformer and that's why I wanted to screen grab that is that's the transformer to go from uh, helicopter to jet mode but I think it was actually pretty cool because mem- remember we saw him push a couple buttons once before to engage uh, what was it that, that magnetism ray the crusher ray yes. there's been
1: several episodes where he's had devices in there uh, one comes to mind is it was video venom it's a video venom it, it was one of those where he had uh, something that messed up the mask vehicles from working or their, their weapons working and he had some kind of contraption in there and I, I think there was another episode where he had something set up in that cockpit so we know there's some room on either side of it and Well, you pointed out there with the one picture with Scott that there's some stuff off to the side where he sits. And even in the toy, if I remember right, the stickers kind of go back and behind him as well, where he sits in the cockpit that that there's buttons and gauges.
0: Now you want to make me look.
1: (laughs) Well, go for it, man. That's what I really should have. I'd have thought about it beforehand. I would
0: have right.
1: grabbed, grab some of my vehicles.
0: Yeah, there's. Uh, sorry, I was away from the mic. Yeah, there are. Actually, looks more like um, on the pictures and the little diagrams. It looks more like a, a D, like one of my mixers, DJ mixers. I don't know if you can really see it very well. Yeah, kind of, sort of. But yeah, you can see the stickers there for that. There's not really anything for the for the actual uh, front front um, dashboard, I guess you call it instrument panel. Yeah. in fact it's not even like the, uh, the cartoon there whatsoever. It's completely different. What I like about
1: it, well, the toy is like that too, and for the most part, I think the, the one in the cartoon is where he's that's kind of his throne. You know what I mean? He sits up in that thing. You've got the windows on every side so you can see him in there and all of his, you know, evil glory. And I just love the setup that he's just kind of out there in the open. He can look basically, you know, 180 degrees across the sky and uh, he's got everything he needs there. So very interesting setup. So let's look at Piranha.
0: Yes, this was uh, an actual interesting grab because uh, this is right before uh, the episode I got it from. He uh, he gets hit by poison darts, and uh, he passes out at the driver's seat. And Vanessa has to hop over and try to uh, stop the bike before they go over a cliff. Yeah, and they end up power sliding to a stop, which was pretty cool. But um, the closest bike, like I said before, I had to get. Well, whatever was closest and uh, the Suzuki cavalcade, uh, the, like I said, was the closest I could come up with for it. You can kind of see it's like it's likeness there. Um, if you look at the picture with uh, uh, racks passed out while Vanessa's still fully in the sub sidecar, you see the two speedometers there, or the TAC and speedometer. You can see two mirrors, although in the on the Suzuki, you see the guy's GPS. Mounted there on the handle. (laughs) Um, But you don't see too much instruments like gadgets or anything on the bike itself on Piranha. Like you, like you suspected, it's probably all thumb controls that do all the lasers and, and so forth. And look at the other screen grab. You see uh, the sub, of course, I don't have a sidecar to, to, to show. um, And I don't think any, any sidecar that I am aware of has any type of controls whatsoever inside, right? Except the uh, stunt one that they used on uh, uh, Dukes of Hazard, where they had Boss Hog in the, I think, in the sidecar, and he, they separate the two as they drive down the road, and then come <laughs> meet back up. But uh, anyway, you can see on the on the sub though, you can see that there's I guess what would be a uh, like a instrument panel, uh, perhaps a little sonar screen. I don't see any like controls. But then again, if you look, I see some red something. So maybe that's the controls, like handles or yeah, mechanisms.
1: That's what I was imagining is the controls for that. And um it yeah, like you say, it seems a more simple setup. And um I think it's the Rotex episode where he shoots down Matt. He shoots down Thunderhawk, and I've been through that. It seems like a, a lot of times, and it's he's using uh, thumb controls on his handlebars to shoot his the lasers from the actual sub.
0: Yes, I think that's the right episode.
1: Shoots it down, and I don't remember if there was much of a screenshot there, but I do remember like zooming in on his thumb. It's in that. It's in that uh, music video that I put together where he's uh, crashing all the time. I did get that (laughs) section in there where he didn't crash, which was one of the other little uh, parts of it that wasn't there. But anyway, um, yeah, seems a lot simpler. There's not, I know there's the lasers on the front of the sub and I don't know if we've gotten anything. It seems like we have maybe at one point where the sub is ejected and he's still got some kind of lasers underneath like the toy. I think so. Um, that he can use. So it's interesting to think how, well, it, you know, does he have controls for that on the other, you know, handlebar or something or is, right. how does, how he controls the lasers on the front of the sub, the lasers underneath. And I guess it's about all he has on that bike
0: that's all he needs for all the times he crashes off of it
1: <laughs> true
0: a little insight we're not done with all the crashes either Oh no. a couple of the clips I saw there's a couple more flippers
1: I yeah I I, I went deep into the series to <laughs> put that uh, music video together
0: the Wreck-It Racks Wreck-It
1: Racks <laughs> yeah all right, let's look at some
0: uh, Nissan's here. Yeah, they actually had two. This '86 Nissan actually came up with two different dashes. I chose the more gadget one. Um, there's an analog dash that has a completely different steering wheel, different dash, obviously with the needles and stuff. Then they have the digital 300ZX, and that's the one I picked, uh, being as close as I could get figure. And you can see some similarities. You see. What looks like a couple dials uh, on the cartoon there, which I guess they're trying to assimilate the the uh, that those two center Mm
1: -hmm. uh,
0: dials on the on the 300. I don't I don't think they had that RPM gauge or whatever that red uh, bar graph looking thing on Manta. I don't think they had that on um, on the 300. I might be mistaken but um and then the gear shift you see the gear shift is still there, but uh Different there's shape, even buttons yeah. you can see kind of buttons. I don't know if that's cigarette lighters for like accessories or or not, but there's something down there that they're trying yeah. to similar to to make similar, and even the parking brake, you can see the on manta, you can see the red handled parking brake in the same spot as the 300 and zX, so they to me they gave, they were able to get this very similar to uh, to stock
1: i agree it's it's the deep the, the the bigger details are there and of course they're not trying to do it you know exact or anything but um, you know really the, the shifter which we i believe have seen is what you know changes it into jet mode just kind of like matt's uh camaro is uh Really, the only thing that's different—that it's not the regular shift—but with that longer handle to it. But right. yeah, it's yeah. Of course, you're going to have some extra buttons and stuff, but like you said, the the main details are there to make it similar to the actual car.
0: Right. And then we finally move on to jackhammer, and this is where. Uh, what you see is just the radio, and that's all I could grab. And I I, I just now remember, they had a uh, – not too – just of an episode ago, they actually had a computer screen, but it's tucked away in their – in the glove box.
1: Right. Yeah. That um, I just remembered that, too. I can't remember.
0: It's not too – it's about six or seven episodes ago, if I remember right.
1: There might have been – It might have also been... I was in a video Venom episode recently. That one just keeps coming to my brain where uh, Vanessa's actually in Switchblade trying to bait Mask to follow them down that road where they booby-trapped the bridge. Right. And uh, it comes to memory that maybe there's something in Jackhammer tracking them, uh, tracking Mask and Switchblade. As they come near or whatever, so yeah, I I do believe you're right. There's something that doesn't actually pop up like the dash on Thunderhawk; it folds down. I think, right, on the near the glove box, like you said, but
0: it seems it it seems
1: kind of close with the you've got that square area right behind the steering wheel and the screen grab that you have there, which is kind of similar to what's in the actual Bronco in the, uh, I don't even know what that is up above there. And the, the top of the dash is that, is that stock or is that something they added in, in, in the actual picture?
0: Uh, that's probably the air vents. If I remember right, the, like your regular heater vents or something is right there in the middle, okay. the center. Uh, what above the steering wheel, there's an instrument panel where those were the, um, Your different lights so if you had four-wheel drive or parking brake Uh, lights were there Um, but like you and i have kind of surmised that we think that uh a bronco is what the closest uh, body that they use for jackhammer Mm -hmm. and that's why i went with with the the bronco style for it
1: and this is the vehicle you definitely wanted to be in the passenger seat <laughs> At least we've seen in a couple episodes when Vanessa yeah, that's goes true. back up into there, and I don't know. It I'd like to imagine that maybe you could get up to the turret from either side. Maybe that's how he can get up in there on the fly, instead of having to jump over in the passenger seat and
0: <laughs>
1: right get up into the turret. That maybe the the driver's seat has the same
0: capabilities, well, trying- but. Maybe there's just like a button you you know they just hit a he hits a button somewhere inside and it on on its own little track system it just shoots up yeah. to the turret turret mount and goes. Right. So that's that's the review. Um, I showed so, that we uh,
1: have.
0: I yeah. show that we have thirty-one votes in total for our our review. Mm-hmm. Um, surprise, surprise, have... who won? <laughs> yeah. You're you're gonna have to pull it up for the uh, results. Every time I push a button I get I vote more. So uh...
1: <laughs> well um, the most votes came for Thunderhawk, uh, which is actually twenty-nine percent. That was the leading vote getter. And then behind it Uh, Back to 13% with Shark, actually. Mm -hmm. And then we had a, looks like a three-way tie between Jackhammer, Manta, and Rhino at 10%. And then another tie with uh, Condor, Firecracker, Hurricane, and Switchblade at 6%. And we had one vote for Piranha. Nobody chose Gator.
0: I guess uh, I saw that. No one liked Gator. <laughs> <laughs> I guess there's no fishermen in the in the yeah. crowd.
1: But you, if you think about it, except for maybe uh, Jackhammers, Dash, the other ones, you know, of course, Rhino, Shark, Thunderhawk, those ones are all pretty technical. Had oh yeah, cool gadgets. And even Manta, they you know, Manta came in tied with jackhammer, but, um, uh, those, the top ones seem to be the, the one, ones that people would want in their car, you know? Right. Right. But I think I voted for, I know I voted for Thunderhawk. And I voted for shark. And I think I actually went with, I I shouldn't be able to see my votes. I'm not sure why.
0: Uh, yours is the mask. Oh no!
1: My, yes, mine is the mask. Okay, so yeah, I voted for Condor too. Um, just because I thought that it was such a tight space to put a lot of gauges and buttons and stuff, and uh, I I went with Condor instead of another, you know, vehicle, car, or truck. So let's see, who well, did went- you vote
0: for? I, I went for Shark, Thunderhawk, and I, I can't see the third one. I think it was Rhino. Like I said, you. Yeah, let's see. You should be able to see it.
1: Yep, it was Rhino.
0: That's what I thought. And, and actually, I I, it
1: was me. I voted for Rhino, too. It was Thunderhawk, Rhino, and Condor, the three that I voted for.
0: Right. Right. I liked Shark's uh, Periscope visor that's that's the thing that grabbed me for shark i like that little feature i think it would be annoying going down the road but in shark for a purpose that would be an excellent spot to be able to look up oh yeah that's the periscope monitor mm-hmm. versus like down below a sonar a sonar scope or whatever um, Thunderhawk, well he's just playing cool but I, I it's actually like i really like the uh, dual monitor concept he has on the passenger yeah. side just like just like kit and Rhino, well, I mean, that's just like the winning in the jackpot lottery of all gadgets <laughs> right back there. So,
1: Well, yeah, if you think about Thunderhawk too, we know he can patch into the mass computer and he's got a satellite link and it was like having uh, Wi-Fi in your car before <laughs> <laughs> Wi-Fi was even invented. <laughs>
0: that's right.
1: But uh, it it is very cool to and I'm going to have to do a blog post someday on all of Matt's technology, uh, the laptop, and, you know, satellite capabilities. And, and it, well, even I guess even back then, a lot of the cartoon shows would have had some kind of video conferencing, I guess what you would say. Right. Um, trying to remember if G.I. Joe had something like that in their vehicles, but, um, there's a lot of technology in that car and you know, it's got, it's the state of the art one of the whole bunch. So of course you want, you want all the gadgets, all that gadgets in your own car. (laughs) So if you haven't voted and you're listening and have been listening, of course we appreciate it, but, um, would love to get your feedback. Just leave a comment on the blog post or shoot us a message on uh, Facebook. We've had the poll up there, uh, shared that a couple times, and would love to hear some, some comments on which ones you would pick and, uh, and which ones where you're in your top three, like we voted. So, well, partner, are we going to go ahead and end it? Did you have anything else?
0: no i was going over one last chance or one last time refreshing the screens and it looks like we do not have any commenters on the blog um it looks like we've only had two viewers on our uh live hangout so we want to welcome you philip and vaughn once again um i'm sure we'll be uh, seeing a lot more people listening via the, the mixed cloud and stitcher and other entities that we're a part of uh, afterwards. Yeah. And YouTube keep forgetting that that's, sure. this feeds on YouTube as well.
1: Right. Right. So you can go over there and watch us instead of just listening to us. If you so desire, uh, get a nice shot of why it's collection in the background and the, uh, Corner of my laundry room, but
0: (laughs) hey, it works. (laughs) My studio,
1: yeah, just to get away from all the banter. My studio is in my laundry room. It's gonna have to change someday. I'm gonna have to get a man cave. (laughs) Right.
0: Uh, I keep I keep trying to make a man cave. I just keep getting more thrown out of places. I definitely got
1: the stuff to display in a man cave. I keep getting stuff, but I need to, <laughs> I That's need my to problem. some, some space. But...
0: That's my problem. I keep getting stuff. I need to get rid of stuff.
1: <laughs> well, we will eventually get back into the episodes again. And um, I just wanted to say thanks for, for putting this together and coming up with an idea. I'm hoping we'll get some more ideas like this that we can chat about uh, along the way it just kind of hit us while we're, mowing the grass. Or <laughs> but uh, it, it was fun. I had a really good time going through each screenshot and uh, appreciate you putting all that together. Um, the next time when we do get back into the episodes, we are on the Lippin's mystery episode, which is number 36. And this is where mask travels to Vienna, Austria and tries to, Track down Venom, who was hired by a crooked Arab to steal the Lipid Honor Stallions for a sum of $5 million. Uh, Matt and Dusty are actually on the scene for this one, and they work together to help rescue the horses, and they do get some help from a couple other members of the team, but they have to get those horses back to their rifle owners, and tell uh Venom to shove off <laughs> <laughs> so, we'll see how this one measures up to uh, our last one, which we in Dutch, which we both voted a five. So, I'm hoping we yes. can keep on that level for a while. But I have my doubts. <laughs> <laughs> so, appreciate you putting it together, partner. This was fun.
0: No problem. Anytime. Like uh, like we said, it just we it just comes to us in different different ways, different. Venues, but uh, yeah, this was great. I had fun putting it all together. It Gave me uh, something to do. Not that I don't <laughs> have enough to do, but no, this was a great break for me to be able to put something together like this. I uh, yeah, hope yeah. we can do some more little chats later on, and I know we're going to be chatting with—is um, it yep. Eric? Not mm-hmm. too, not too far off in the distant future.
1: Yeah, so- we're hoping to dive back into the comic books, a few of the comic books. We reviewed the mini-comics and we reviewed the first volume of uh, four comics from 85, 85, 86, I think is when this four came out. And then, of course, the mini-comics were in with the uh, vehicles. But we're going to try to get into some of uh, volume two and also cover the preview comic that I was telling y'all about in the last podcast. So that'll be fun when we can get Eric all together on that one. And he did uh, message me the other day and said that he has all of them. So hopefully he'll be able to scan and put those up on his website like he's done in the past. So we can get a good look at them while we uh, talk. Yeah, that'd be great. have uh, everybody else who doesn't have them in their possession get a chance to look at them and review their thoughts before we do the show but just stay tuned for that one
0: well sounds good and I I guess we're pretty well done so on behalf of Jason I'm Wyatt thank you for listening to MassCast Chat